0: extraordinaire, Kevin James. Barbie Pink super yacht sells for $5.8 million. Cannot include it. Am I the only one who realizes that this story isn't news? It's not news. It's Kevin's news. Ladies and gentlemen, say hello to Kevin James. Kevin.
1: News is brought to you by the Wheatland Bank. And if you'd like to get your class or your child's class or your teacher and you want to get your class to on the air doing the pledge, just send it. Record it, you know, on your phone or whatever, and then just send it to us. Pledge at jayandkevin.com. All right, Kevin. That was easy.
2: That's
0: easy. Mm-hmm. We like it when it's easy. Then we'll feature well, you for a whole week. Steve, you once referred to yourself as a luck sucker. Yeah. You and I went out to the casino together and... Uh, Boy, it was oh, for everything, nothing <laughs> nothing won. we like you said, well, this is kind of fun, and I was like, well, it's actually fun if you can play the game for more than three minutes
3: that well, no, you did have a couple wins, and I had a couple of nice wins we but, did
0: we we I finally mean, got a few little yeah. tiny, I don't know if I'd consider' them wins, but you know. Things that at least got us to play for a minute.
3: Yeah, and then we lost it. It was pretty rough. Yeah. Yeah. It was
0: pretty rough. You were a luck sucker. Yes, (laughs) I I won't deny that. And you did not refer to yourself as that. A listener came up with that term, and I have never heard it, but I sure like it. (laughs) Do you know 37% of people would let a bird poop on them if they thought it would bring them good luck? Oh, wow. That seems like a high number. I mean, yeah, but you know, well, thirty. Well,
3: good
1: luck for if you get good luck for like, I wonder how long you get it for, or is it just like you know the moment, or is it like for life? Or yeah,
0: some people believe that uh, a bird pooping on you brings you good luck.
1: I had it happen at an outdoor restaurant one time when my wife and I were sitting at an outdoor, yeah, you know, like a patio place to eat, and we were. This was before we were married, and we were living in Omaha, and it just right on my head, and I was like, well. Maybe it brought me good luck. I didn't even know it.
0: Yeah, look at it. I mean, great marriage, uh,
1: great kids. Maybe it worked. Didn't even know. How would you know? Well
0: worth it. wasn't that big of a deal. Well, here are some of the things that happen to each and every one of us in our daily lives. Unlucky events. They say the average adult experiences about 540 of these unlucky events each year. Hmm. That's a lot. Such things as... Losing things. Oh boy! Mm. Yeah, it didn't seem like we were going to get to 540 of these <laughs> until I heard the first one. I was thinking the same thing.
1: I was like 540, Kevin. There's no way. And then suddenly yeah, I'm, I'm the same, like, only 540.
0: Like, no <laughs> there's no way. Uh,
3: Your perspective has uh, drastically changed. Yeah. Uh, suddenly, yes. uh,
1: suddenly I'm like, where's my AirPods?
0: Uh, stepping in dog poo. Oh,
1: um, that's never happened.
0: Spilling food or drink down your clean clothes. Oh, Oh, 7,000 for you, Kev. Good Lord. Yeah, I'm way above average on this one. Suddenly you're above average. Congrats. (sighs) Traffic lights turning red when you approach them. Oh. (laughs) Like you're the person who always gets the red light. Mm.
3: Would you believe today I hit like all of the green
0: lights? It's a great feeling. It was incredible. It changes how, I mean, your drive seems so fast, right?
3: Yeah, it was wild. Uh, this one what I feel thing, like,
1: Steve. Do you do the thing when you approach the lights, especially in the morning. You can see the crosswalk countdown, so uh-huh. you know how long till it turns red. Do you? Are you a guy that watches that? Oh yeah, especially in the snow. Yeah, Kevin. Do you watch yeah. the crosswalk countdown? Uh,
0: sometimes, yeah.
1: Uh, I always do it, especially in the morning, and, and especially downtown where there's you know there's cameras on the red lights, guys, and uh, so I'll watch it. And then every once in a while, there's one in particular. That's close to the bridge by the river, and hence the word bridge. And uh, it counts down to zero, but doesn't turn red. That's a oh, right. that one'll throw you, cause you're like you you know you see you see it going three, two, and you're like I oh, better slow down, and then all of a sudden it, you're slowing down, and it stays green, you're like oh, got me, and that's bad luck.
0: That's real weird. Yeah. Uh, here's some other ones that are considered bad luck, Steve. I don't know why I just feel like this. Is you standing on the corner Uh-oh. waiting for the bus when you were a kid?
3: <laughs> oh, being boy. Being
0: splashed by a car going through a puddle.
3: That didn't happen to me as a kid. It did happen to me as an adult, oh, no. basically. Oh, 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 boy. You didn't know enough to not stand by the puddle? No, well, it's not that exactly. Ah, so okay. I lived close enough to campus when I was in college that I could walk. Okay. And on a day that it rained, I was like, ah, it's not so bad. I can walk. Whatever. I was too, the sidewalk was too close to the road, mm. and two times cars
1: were too close. And were they coming from behind you or in front of you? Coming at me. Yeah. And you still didn't move, huh?
3: I guess the sidewalk was too close. I don't know. That was too close. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: So I was very wet <laughs> yeah. attending oh, my 8 a.m. lecture. Oh, my gosh. I mean, I feel like most people would have gone home, that's but you funny. didn't want to skip class. No, <laughs> not Steve. Yeah. No, I, I
0: couldn't. He's, He's like, I can't miss class. I'm just going to sit in here and drip wet. Yeah. How do you feel about this bad luck? Someone pulling into the parking space you were driving towards.
1: Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I, 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 that's a bummer.
0: Especially if you're like at that. a busy
1: place, you know, you're at yeah. a you're at a Costco or something and you're kind of driving around and you finally find when
0: you're like, yes. And then I had it happen at the doctor's office a couple weeks ago where I was in that parking lot. It's a mess always. And so I thought, well, there's a spot and i kind of was just sitting there waiting to pull into it. I was waiting for the car to back out. Mm -hmm. And as the car is backing out, another car just kind of comes and just pulls right in while I'm sitting there. And I thought, you know, That was not very nice. But then I realized as they pulled into the spot and parked so completely crooked, I mean, they just pulled in in a hurry and they were like at a 45, basically. What the Completely wrong angle. And then I looked in the car and realized... Oh God, that person's so old. Just let them have that spot. <laughs> You're <laughs> like mad I almost for a wanted second. to get out and go park it for them. I was right? Like, oh no, no, uh, no, no. no. <laughs> that changes everything. I realized, everything. yeah, they need the they need that spot. They need to get into the doctor as soon as possible. <laughs> <laughs> also, Kevin, did you have your blinker on or no? I did not, Steve, because I was going straight in. It was in a weird spot oh. where I was. I was going straight into it, so I didn't have to have a blinker. Otherwise, yes, I would have my blinker. I on. see what you're saying
3: because I, I would think maybe that kind of played a role in yeah, them
0: not realizing or something. Oh, I don't, I don't, I don't think it would have mattered if I was on fire. I don't think they would have noticed. <laughs> How old is this person? They were old, Steve. They definitely have had a conversation with their family that they should stop driving. Oh, let's put it that way. Mm. Mm.
1: Every time someone does that, Kevin, I always think of the same thing. You know what it is? What's that?
0: Back up from out of nowhere a Mercedes Benz Came cruising up and whipped right in some beach.
1: So every single time.
0: Somewhere.
1: And I usually say it to myself. Yeah. Sing I the song. I don't blame you. Yeah. I don't blame you, Stop Jay. pulling in like that.
0: Uh, so those are some of the unlucky things. I mean, there's a this list goes on and on and on. What do you think but, the
1: chances are you'll have one today?
0: Uh, losing something or spilling on my shirt? I would give a very high chance. <laughs>
1: it's like eighty five percent. Yes. Yeah, I would think that's right. Yeah, <laughs> it's like oh, I lost my water. There it is. Spill. This big nine
0: coyote country.
1: A Jay and Kevin show. Jay Daniels, and you're just like walking by, and all of a sudden, you're just out of the corner, of your eye, you see motion, you know, and you just turn your head, and there's a guy in
0: an aquarium. Kevin James. Well, I'd instantly think, oh, that's cool. They've got a guy in there cleaning or whatever. Until naked I, until he was naked <laughs> on the big ninety nine nine Coyote Country. It's a listener letter. You wrote it down. We picked it up and we're reading it now. Gonna find out if we can help at all and we're gonna see if you can help with your calls. It's gonna be fun and it's gonna be great. So let's get to it. No need to wait. It's a listener letter, don't you know? And we're reading it here on the Jane Kevin Show. Alrighty, Kevin. Here we go. Dear Jane Kevin, I work for a mom and pop shop that has about five employees. I started a few years ago and recently got promoted. The other three ladies that have been friends for years. And have worked together for over 10 years. It's a huge honor to finally be one of them. I absolutely adore them and they're all incredible humans. Here's the issue. Every year they go on a team retreat. I've heard all about these retreats and how much fun they are. They rub shoulders with a few others in the same line of work as us. And attend a few meetings. But mostly, it's just to relax and have fun. I've been super excited to be part of this trip until I recently learned from my boss that they only booked one hotel room for all four of us and anticipates that we can just share beds. That's how the other three of them have done it in the past, and it's the only affordable way to stay at the high-end hotel that they all love. This makes me super uncomfortable. When I mentioned how awkward I thought it was, the other co-worker said, oh, well, we usually just spend so much time on the beach and have enough drinks by the end of the day Nobody even cares where you're sleeping. Well, that doesn't make it any better for me. I offered to pay for my own room, but they said, well, that takes away half of the fun of being there, and you're going to feel left out. Not to mention the fact the room is $1,500 a night for yeah. four nights, not in my budget. $1,500 a night? $1,500 a night for four nights. Whoa. Mm. Am I way overthinking this? Uh, We don't have an HR department, so it's not like I can take it anywhere higher up. Mm. Am I just in the place where I should decline the trip, or I kind of feel like it's going to be career suicide in this group if I don't go? What should I do? Huh?
1: All right. Well, 509-441-0999 is to call or text. It's the Rungi Furniture studio line.
0: Man. uh... And it's such a hard one because... If you don't really have an issue sharing a room with someone on something like this, it's like for me, I don't love sharing a room with someone. Mm -hmm. But on a situation like this, I would have no problem with it. I would just do it because it seems like, you know, that's just what everybody else is doing. I would do it. It would be no big deal. So it's hard for me to be in their shoes because it doesn't bother me enough to share a room.
1: Yeah, I think that's where it kind of begins and ends. You're like, no, I just can't. I can't do it. I can't, share a, I can't share a bed with somebody I barely know. I just can't do it. If that's your decision, then it's going to help with the rest of the decision. You know, yeah, you're like either like really I hard. can call and find out if they do rollaways, which, you know, a lot of times they don't. I can bring an air mattress. Maybe there's room on the floor, you know, but you got to decide the first thing first before you can move to the other step of how to solve it.
0: Yeah, and if it is just the sharing of the bed, then, then maybe maybe that's the solution. It's a roll away in the room or, you know, something else. Maybe there's a way. Yeah, bring an air mattress. Who cares? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm then sure they have a all the- really nice bathtub.
1: <laughs> right. Yeah, that's that expensive yes. of a room, uh, maybe they have a nice bathtub to sleep in. But I think that's your first decision, correct? You have to decide, oh, I just cannot... Share a bed with somebody I barely know like that, a coworker, it just feels weird. Once you make that decision, or if you're like, oh, I'm just going to suck it up and do it. I mean, that, after the first decision, then the other decisions of now what to do might be a little
0: easier. Steve, you seem like the kind of person who might actually struggle with the sharing a bed with someone.
3: Yeah, you know, I mean, growing up, my family and I, we used to take road trips, stay in hotels and, yeah. you know, we would share beds um which wasn't that doesn't seem that doesn't bother me it's the other people that you don't really know like I I went on a trip uh in middle school to DC with my oh, class oh yeah yeah and it was like well there's four people there's two beds what are you gonna do right and we stayed up like most of the night anyway sure yeah but People were just like, oh, I'll take the floor tonight, you take it tomorrow, you get the bed tonight. Yes, uh, yeah, I got you. Whatever, yeah. so I was like, okay, that's fine, we can do that. just do that.
1: Yeah, that's a little easier when you're, you know, like 16. You know, like, you can sleep on the floor and get up and not be, you know, in pain for the rest of the day. I <laughs> imagine yeah, that a little, true. I don't think I'm sleeping on the floor, you know, and and, and still being able to stand up come the next day. So without an air mattress or some sort of something, I'm not sure I'm sleeping on the floor. Yeah. My guess now, is
3: back in the day, you guys probably had to share a hotel room at some point. Is that Kevin right? and I, oh yeah, oh, always, mm-hmm. yeah, for we sure. Did,
0: we did for the longest time, yeah. Steve, and we. Uh, it wasn't until recently that we kind of did the separate rooms thing. Right, and I will say now it would feel weird to go back. Yeah. Oh, you think so? It, yeah. Like it was, fun. I mean, most of the time we had two bed. There was only a few times where we had to sleep with each other.
1: Yeah. And it was all in a cot. It was more of a stacking yeah. thing than it was a side-by-side thing. So it was a, it was a whole thing, but. I was always
0: bottom. Mm-hmm. Just so you know.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, safety first. So I just think once you make that first decision, obviously you're not going to rent your own room if it's going to cost you no, know you thousands do that. of dollars. Grand. That's yeah. dumb. Yeah, Man, that's, what is
0: that's this happening? has got to be a sweet hotel though. That's, that's not going to happen. When you hear something like that, you realize what a cool trip it is. Mm-hmm. I don't think you want to miss this trip. I will like, also
1: say this, Kevin. If it's that much money, there's going to be room for a rollaway or an air mattress.
0: You would sure think so. There's yes. usually
1: some sort of living yeah. room if the if the hotel is that expensive. There's probably some sort of couch or love seat oh. or something. Uh, I mean, you don't just get like beds smashed with two foot between the end of the bed and the TV. That's yeah. not going to cost that much. A spendy uh, place like that's going to have a place to either sleep on a couch or put down an air mattress or something.
3: Yeah, yeah. I'm sure if you call ahead, you can figure yeah. something out.
1: Yeah, let me see. Can I get pictures of the room, go online, see what it looks like?
0: And yeah. I do think that. You know, maybe if you go and you have fun with them all day, you might realize that it's not that big of a deal to share a bed. No, I'd be more worried about that. You maybe think it is, and then once you do it for, you know, once you actually give it a try, you might think, oh, this isn't that big of a deal. I'd be more worried about four women in one bathroom. boy. You said it. A Jay and Kevin show. Jay Daniels. Couple responses from Facebook. The ones that were licking My, their fingers yes, before they the typed. Okay, good to finger know. Finger licking keyboard warriors. Kevin James. Oh boy, do not recommend. On the big ninety nine nine
1: Coyote Country. Touching the computer keyboard with your fingers wet from licking. No. No. <laughs> oh. It's like when people turn the pages of a book. Yes, I understand. It's still gross. <laughs> Entertainment news, people. Yeah, entertainment news is brought to you by Amco (laughs) Double A -A M C O. Do what you love, people. Yes, if you love that, please do that. Uh, Steve, you want to kick off the entertainment news here? Oh man, surely, surely. Kelsey Ballerini is going to be
3: hosting the CMTs by herself. How about that? Going solo. Was it Kane last year that? Yeah. was a co-host yeah yeah no Kane Brown she's going solo and huh. uh yeah it should be should be cool this first time yeah she's doing that by herself and you know she's what did she, what did she, she's done some other award type shows or things she can before. make that happen yeah. it, it
1: should be fine I, I think it might be easier to do it with somebody else sure I, but uh yeah I you know whatever probably cutting costs there trying to not pay Kane his salary that's my guess
3: Okay, I think she's also performing, too, if I'm not mistaken.
1: What do they pay those people? Do they pay people, to? uh, That seems like a dumb question, but I I think... I don't think so. I I don't know. I'm sure they do. Yeah, I think hosting is just an honor to be asked.
3: The honor and the
1: publicity, probably. Yeah. I don't know. I'm going to actually look that up. I'm
0: curious now. Uh, Kevin, what's your uh, story today? Uh, Paramount Pictures says they are moving ahead with a remake. Of Naked Gun. Oh, okay. The legendary slapstick movies. And you're thinking, well, how can you do that? Leslie Nielsen is dead. Right. Those movies don't work without Leslie Nielsen, right? Yeah, I, I mean, it would be very difficult, yeah. Well, guess who will be taking over as the Ooh. bumbling police detective, Frank Debbin. Oh,
1: man. Uh, Jim Carrey? Jim Carrey, Jake, mm.
0: that He seems like a comedic actor who could maybe do it. That, he would be great at it, of course. Michael Cera? you, you got to play super dumb, Right. Can he- <laughs> nope. How do you feel about Liam Neeson? <laughs> Liam Neeson. Okay. I, I mean, I could... I have s- not seen Liam Neeson in a comedy role.
1: He has a very exceptional set of skills, Kevin. Special set. <laughs> he <Yeah>. does. <laughs> and
0: he's also... I have a feeling really probably a good actor that he might be really good at this and we just don't know that he's funny
1: i'm trying to remember i feel like he was in a comedy and i don't remember what it would have been well
0: he was
3: in love actually that's kind of okay comedic Yeah, there you go ish
0: yeah was he comedic in there i don't remember him steve
3: sort of kind of he was the dad of the little boy who was like into drumming
1: Let's see. And it says oh, the Little Drummer Boy? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that guy. Uh, comedies that Liam Neeson was in. Love, actually, so there you go. The, okay. the A-Team. I mean.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, he was.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, Men in Black. He- huh? Lego Movie. Made in Italy. These are just, it's just, I'm just listing them off. I don't know whether yeah. it is or isn't cold pursuit i don't know if that that was a comedy and it was a terrible movie uh don't watch it i remember i watched that with my family one christmas we got together and we were like oh let's watch a movie it's liam neeson. Oh, it's a liam neeson movie this will be it was horrendous and you could tell that was one that he probably doesn't reference very often like oh I was, yeah i was in cold pursuit it's come a joke at my at our house Was that right? Well, we watch a movie. Well, let's not watch that. It's probably like Cold Pursuit. Because if somebody votes- That's
0: funny. I love those when you have that inside joke with the family where you realize that movie was so bad and we all agree. Well, we just kept
1: saying during the movie, should we turn this off? This seems really dumb.
0: That's bad. Yeah, it
1: is. (laughs) That is a
0: bad movie.
1: Yeah. And even after we watched the entire thing, then we were like, well, I mean, now I guess we have a
0: joke. It was a two-hour joke, but- Okay, and it's funny because not one of the four of you, five of you, mm-hmm. changed your, uh, anyone's opinion. No,
1: no, and you, you think by the end you're like, oh, it wasn't as bad as you thought. You give it nope. time. Nope, didn't work that way. Hmm. Uh, we,
3: we did just get a message from Colin who says he was in Ted and Tiny Roll. I don't even know what that is.
1: I, I well, I know what Ted is, but uh, also High Spirits and yeah, Ted, Ted, yeah. I didn't know he was in there. I didn't. I don't remember that. Uh, also, uh, Dirks Bentley was telling a story the other day about his relationship with Taylor Swift. They knew each other. She moved to town. She was like 12 or 13 years old, whatever. And he goes, they met at a at some business function, and so he goes, then in about 2016 or 2017, he was uh, he had just gotten done with his own tour, got off the road, and his young children said they wanted to go see Taylor Swift. And he's like, you know, everybody was exhausted. He goes, my wife was tired. I was tired. Everybody was tired. We thought the Nashville concert would be too crazy. So we thought, well, maybe we can go to a different town close by. It won't be as nuts. Now, keep in mind, this is like seven years ago. So they see that she's in Kansas City the following night. And they're like, well, he's trying to be a good dad. So he reaches out. They have the same management team. So he reaches out to somebody that he knows. And they're like, "Uh," text back like, Two minutes later, apparently the manager was with Taylor Swift at the time, and the manager's like, "Yeah, she would love to have you come to the concert, and she wants you to come on stage and sing with her. So she wants to sing wow. every every mile of memory with Dirks on stage. So Dirk's like tells his wife and his wife's like, "Oh, I'm worn out. The road is exhausting. But of course, the kids, they're like, "No, we're going, Dad. We're going to we're going to see Taylor Swift. He's got young kids. So they get in the car, they go to Kansas City or they fly, whatever the case might be. And He's on stage now and he's doing, this is the, you know, kind of doing the sound check thing. And she says, okay, so we're going to sing Every miles of a Memory. What's, what color do you want the wristbands to be to light up? And he's like, ah, boy, I don't know, red maybe? And she's like, I don't know, I think you might want white. And so he immediately realizes, you know, she's in charge. Just take her word for it. He changed it to white. He's like, which she was right. They popped. It was great. It was all so fun. And he's like, you know, she's just in charge of everything that has to do with her with her concert. She's from top to bottom, she's in charge. And he goes and it was a great moment, really impactful. Kids thought it was dad was cool, got to sing with Taylor Swift. The whole thing was amazing. Now fast forward to the Eras Tour and his kids come up to him and say, "Hey dad. You know, <laughs> you're pretty good friends with Taylor Swift. How about a quick text and we go to the Eras Tour?" He goes, I said, all I said to my kids was, that's a long time ago. She moved on. We're not doing that. And I'm yeah. like pretty no. self-aware to
0: realize I'm no. not going to text no. now. I have a hunch if he did, she would be all about it. She and probably would. I would have helped him out and done whatever. But Dirks is just like, nah, this is different, Taylor. Yeah. This is billionaire Taylor.
1: This is billionaire Taylor. We cashed that favor once. We're not going to try that again. We're not going back. We're not going back twice on that deal. But, uh, kids, you can buy tickets if you want. (laughs) Dad's got money. I mean, I think we'll just do that. Yeah, there you go. Uh, I love the fact that he refused to actually try to text the second time. Yeah. We used that up seven years ago, kids. I hope you enjoyed the moment. Meantime, stand in line and get your
0: tickets. When I told you once in a lifetime, I meant (laughs) once in a lifetime.
3: (laughs) The Big 99.9 Coyote Country. The
0: Jay and Kevin Show. Jay Daniels. What's the plural of asparagus? Asparaguses. Asparaguses. Uh, asparagus is its own plural.
1: Kevin James. I don't know. I made that up, but it feels right. On the big 99.9 Coyote Country. All right, don't forget, you can download the app. The app is free for you, and all you have to do is search Coyote Country. It's just that simple, and then there we are. There we are. There we are. Oh. This
0: is American
1: Idol. Did you get tingly when I said that? Kat? It, the, the
0: song still gets me. Yeah, going. it's still I'm not good. Uh, lie. Yeah.
1: Still good. Still good song. Love it. Uh guess what guys? Brandon Jackson is on the phone and on American Idol and Brandon Brandon, are you do you live in Spokane?
2: Uh yes, I do actually. Okay, how I'm long have you in the valley.
1: How long have you lived here?
2: Um in Spokane, I've I've lived uh probably somewhere around five years. Um, but I, I grew up in Newport, Washington.
1: Okay. So yeah, you are just local boy from the beginning to the end, right? Yes, sir. And now, uh, first of all, congratulations. That's awesome. Uh, thank you. I appreciate that. How, uh, how has the experience now you haven't been on the show yet? You have, well, I mean, you're on the show or, well, you know what you tell me, how about that?
2: <laughs> yeah. You know, it's, it's, uh, it's a different, uh, different experience. Um, you know, we're kind of just waiting right now to see how they organize it, see what they're, um, you know, what they're uh, airing. Um, we've done, or I've done a ton of filming um, and, uh, you know, made it, uh, went there to a Hollywood to audition, um, which was the craziest thing I've probably ever done. Um, and I got to uh, just singing in front of people like Lionel Richie, Katy Perry, Luke Ryan.
1: Um, how nervous crazy. were you uh, on a scale of one oh, to a million? Were you, were you a million?
2: yeah you know it wasn't bad i haven't got nervous in uh in quite a while you know uh playing music and then uh right before uh right before i go into the room i'm talking to uh, ryan seacrest and uh <laughs> that alone luke, that's where it starts <laughs> to set in right brandon you know, you're I, like oh i feel this arm come around my uh my shoulder and i uh i look over and it was luke bryan Oh, and uh and he just kind of taps me on the shoulder and he says, uh, he's like, he's like, you know, I, I love country boys. And uh, when after that, I, I blocked out.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah,
1: that's a little bit too cozy at that moment. Now,
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was a setup for sure. Yeah. yeah.
1: Wow. That's insane. So what yeah. song did you sing? Did you sing a cover? Yeah. Did you sing an original? What you, What'd you do in there?
2: Well, man, I, I, after, you know, I had all this plans to go in there and I was, uh, you know, I was uh, cleared to do a, an original song, and then uh, when I walked in there after all that went down, uh, Lionel Richie started asking me questions, and we started talking, and then it got even worse, my blackout got even worse, and uh, <laughs> and I sang the wrong song, I sang uh, sing a cover, and it wasn't, you wasn't supposed to sing, I was supposed to sing original. Oh, no. Um, yeah, but uh, <laughs> you have to... Yeah, you have to see what happens. It was uh, it was pretty awesome.
0: That's hilarious. <laughs> That's great. So and you so they you really don't tell you if your audition is going to make the show or not, or how they put it in there.
2: Yeah, they kind of do it. They kind of tell you in the beginning, right? You know, uh, they tell you that pretty much, pretty much you're going to air and you're going to be on TV and all the things, um, and then. They just don't ever tell you how or when or where you know what spots you get. Um, so everybody like you know we got this with all the contestants we got this group chat and we just everyone just kind of wings it. Um, you know somebody gets a gets a message in there and says you know so and so we saw you on TV. Oh, you made that episode. You know. Oh wow. And that's how that's how it's been. So you're just um,
0: sitting around yeah. watching every Sunday night, going, <laughs> "This is the night my life is going to change." Yeah. Yes. yes. That's wild, Brandon. That, that is, is so wild. crazy. That's yeah. really
1: cool. How uh, much are you? Do they say don't talk about this or don't talk about that? Do they put that on you or not really? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. they do a it's lot of that.
2: It's a ton, man. Like it, it, you gotta, you gotta watch everything you say.
0: Sure. Um, Tell us one thing that you're not supposed to say, Kevin Eugene. Stop, <laughs>
1: Brandon. Don't don't what? fall
0: for this, Brandon. <laughs>
1: Gosh, oh, dang man. it, Kevin! That wasn't even sneaky, though. No, I know. No. But sometimes people are nervous when they're talking to us too, and they'll just go, "Oh yeah, <laughs> I'm not supposed to say that." So and so happened yeah. today, and you're like, "No, don't!" You
0: know. Somebody blacked out, <laughs>
1: <laughs> Brandon with round two of the blackout. Oh my gosh, dude, that is crazy. So, but I mean, were you like when you get done and you you walk out and you whatever happens? I, I don't know what you can or can't say, but whatever happens in there and you walk out. Like how long before you start to actually have feeling in your feet, and then you're like, "Wait, that just happened," because you yeah. got go to go do the so, interview, right? Don't you have to do that weird interview? Oh yeah.
2: yeah. Oh, so many interviews. Um, if you, do, you have to do so many, and uh, and then you got to, you know, you, you get to go back in. Uh, you get to go back into your room with what they call the holding room with all the contestants, and you know, essentially, um, either uh, walk in there with. Uh, with the fate of of going home or your golden ticket right and that is uh, a <laughs> that whole experience there is even terrifying in itself it's also oh, a little sure.
1: awkward because some people are going forward and some are not
2: yeah man you don't want to walk in there you know if you got one you don't want to walk in there bragging about it and then you also don't want to go in there being you know one of the only people that went home that day or whatever it may be right oh
1: man how but many people uh, do you think sang in front of the judges the day you were there do you have any concept of that
2: yeah, the group that I was in on on the day was, uh, I believe it was right around 55 people.
1: Oh, wow, that's a ton. Okay. That takes forever. That must be a long shoot. No wonder they're tired at the end.
2: Yeah. And yeah, where, did, where did you audition at? Um, it was in uh, Calamigos, uh, California.
1: Okay, so it was one. Of, it was right. closer to one of the Katy Perry hometown ones.
0: So Brandon, yeah. Brandon yeah. Jackson, American Idol, hopefully, uh, I mean, we'll watch this Sunday. Hopefully you're on yeah. there. Who knows when it's going to happen, but...
2: I was thinking about this.
0: This has to be stressful for you because you have a band, you have a whole deal. I mean, you do yeah. gigs all the time. You've got to have a booked schedule, right?
2: Yeah, we have a we have a super booked schedule. Um, oh, and, no. I mean, we're we're planning a uh, we're planning to um, play a bunch and uh, kind of move for this move towards uh, Nashville this summer. And, uh, yeah, so,
0: but what happens if you make it to Hollywood and you've got to go do that? I'm, I'm assuming you can't do all these gigs.
2: Yeah, man, I've had to cancel, uh, you know, because they don't, so they don't give you a lot of notice when you, um, when they call you to tell you to go do auditions um, and interviews and stuff. You know, you get a few days' notice. Oh, boy. So I've had to cancel, I've had to cancel shows, I've had to do, um, I've had to move all kinds of things around. It's, it's like, I, I can't, you know, I can't exaggerate how stressful the whole thing is. <laughs> yeah, it's I a, bet. It's, it's a lot.
1: And when they give you a few days, say that you've got to do the interview or whatever it is you have to do, do you have to go somewhere for that, or are they, are you able to do that virtual?
2: Um, some are virtual, some you go down to, back down to California for. Dude, that is um, insane! Wow, yeah, that and is you crazy. Get, like, they'll send you your plane ticket, you know, like a few days in advance, and then you just move whatever you got going around uh, to make that work.
1: Can I can I ask you where you have your golden ticket?
2: <laughs> Jay, he doesn't. If I were to have one of those, I would uh I would frame it um and I would put it uh put it on my fridge.
1: Yeah. I mean if if it it's happens right if it happens, <laughs> yeah. Yep. Dude, that is amazing. Um I, I, whatever happens, we're excited for you. I think it's great. Um I know it's you're right there probably is more than you had ever bargained for. Definitely. But, uh, super excited for you, man. Congrats but on I mean, that. whole what, thing.
0: what song did you just end up pulling he out of your He can't say, Kevin. I thought he could say the song. Okay. Oh, I
2: can, I can tell you that one. Okay. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, so, uh, It was supposed to be an original song, and then I ended up uh, I ended up singing "Stone" by Whiskey Myers. (laughs) Oh,
1: okay, just out of nowhere, you were like, "I'll go with Stone." Is that just kind of a fallback favorite, or how did how did that just pop out of your head?
2: I I think it is. You know, anytime time that I'm nervous, you know, I used I guess used to be nervous, and then I had to play a song really quick. That was always the one, so I think that's what happened in my head.
1: That's great. And I didn't
2: notice until I got until I got about. I don't know, halfway through the first verse, and then it clicked in my head about what I was doing. I'm like,
3: oh, <laughs> man. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, wait, what just happened? Yeah, is it too late to claim this as
2: my original? <laughs> <laughs> like, there's no stopping that. Man. Yeah, this was an original <laughs> <That's awesome. laughs> that Whiskey Meyer stole
0: from me, so yeah, no
2: big deal. Well,
0: um, Brandon, I'll tell you a couple of things. I had a chance to uh, to see you live before out at Nashville North. You are awesome, so I'm very oh, confident you. that you're going to do well with this, and it's also one of those things, being a local boy, you know, if you're not a good dude, people hear about it real fast, and I've heard nothing but great things about you, so keep it up.
2: Hey, I appreciate that. That means a lot, man.
0: Yeah, absolutely, dude.
1: Well, hey, our fingers crossed. Uh, hang in there. We'll be in touch, okay, buddy? All right. Sounds good. See Thank you, Brandon. Thanks, buddy. I mean, I'm telling you, that's that's
0: insane. That's an insane story. That's a wild Luke experience, brought, isn't it? You,
1: you know, you, somebody touches your shoulder, and you turn, and there's Luke Bryan's face, like, right there. And when you're
0: trying not to be nervous, right? Because you're thinking, I got to go in there and not yeah, be nervous. Right, yeah. uh, Brandon sings a He's lot. He's done like, a lot I, I don't of not really performing. Get nervous right. anymore. Yeah. And then you start talking to Ryan Seacrest and realize. And then, oh, then Lionel Richie
1: and then Luke Bryan. Yeah. And oh, then Katy
0: Perry. Uh,
1: Big uh, Biggie. Let's sing the Whiskey